Gary Golio is on the line. He has written a new book, Dark Was the Night, Blind Willie Johnson's Journey to the Stars, and Gary is on the line. Hi, Gary. Hey, Michael. How you doing? Good. Now, this is just a beautiful book, uh, and I just learned something. You don't call it a children's book. You call it a, a picture book. Right. Well, you know, I, I used to love, uh, you know, when you're a writer, people always say, oh, you must have loved reading as a kid. And, and I did, but I really loved to read comic books. And now, you know, we've got graphic novels, but I kind of see picture books as, like, the legacy goes back to the Egyptians, and uh, it goes back to the Pompeian murals, and it's the marriage of, of, um, of visual art with words. And I think, to me, it's just wonderful. You get, like, a really good artist, illustrator, to, to put in the stuff that your words don't say, and you come out with a book like this. And um, I think Willie Johnson would, would have been pretty blown away to think that somebody did a picture book or any kind of a book about him and his life. Well, before we talk about the subject of the book, you did have uh, E.B. Lewis as the illustrator. How closely did you work with E.B.? Uh, I met I met Earl um, about five years ago at a at a panel at a bookstore in Philadelphia, and uh, we be, we just kind of synced. And uh, my wife was there; we were all on the panel, and he and I became very close friends. And after, but right afterwards, about a week later, I you know I had told him about this Willie Johnson book that I was writing, and he didn't know anything about Willie, and he said, well, "Send it to me. Send me the manuscript." and and Earl is like a huge figure in children's books. He's won just about every illustrator award you can think of. And uh, Caldecott, um, Coretta Scott King, you name it. And um, so when he read it, he said, Gary, I- I'm doing this book. You just send this to my editor and tell her I want to do it. And, and of course, the editor had to like what I wrote also. But So we kind of did it as a package deal. And... Um, this year we sold two other books together. Uh, one is about the Harlem photographer Roy DeCarava, who was wonderful. Um, he, he treated the people of Harlem not as sociological subjects, but as human beings. And and another one um, about Walt Whitman's nursing experience during the Civil War. Uh, and Earl is, you know, he wanted to torque it, so he said, like, usually they only have me because he's a black illustrator do books about black subjects, but I'm doing this book about Walt Whitman in the Civil War and all that that means. So we're a good we're a good team, he and I. I'm speaking with Gary Golio, author of the new book, Dark Was the Night. Well, you don't have any pictures. Well, I didn't see any on your website. Are you black? I am not. Does it matter? Well, you know, it's. I, I think I, if I were trying to begin my career today after the last, few years and sell books about black subjects, I think I'd probably have a harder time. Um, you know, I originally sold my first book on Jimi Hendrix growing up in Seattle. It's about him as a boy and the roots of his music and everything. I sold that book in 06. I think I'd have trouble doing it today, you know, because people are, people feel strongly, and, and I understand it, that, you know, like, if you want to write about black subjects, maybe you should be a black person. And if you want to write about, you know, uh, I don't know what, if you're Hispanic, if you want to write about Hispanic subjects, you should be Hispanic and and those kind of things. And 
Um, yeah, I don't believe that because uh, I believe in the primacy of art. Like, so are you going to tell Picasso that he can't do a painting of a Chinese person, or you know? So I think art has to come first, but not everybody agrees with me these days. Well, what was it that struck you about Blind Willie Johnson's story? For for me, I mean, and I play blues guitar myself, so I've known about Willie for quite a while. Um, his songs have been covered by Clapton, uh, Jimmy Page, uh, Lucinda Williams, Jack White, uh, Nina Simone covered a beautiful version of his song, uh, Nobody's Fault But Mine. And and if you ask, like, Clapton or Lucinda Williams or Jack, who's, like, the greatest slide guitarist of all time, they will say Willie Johnson, who most people don't know, um, you know, he was born uh, in, a, in a rural, poor area of southern Texas in 1897. He died in poverty. Uh, he was a lay preacher also, but he was known. He, in 1927 to 30, he did like 30 cuts, 30 uh, 78s then, you know, those old records. And he outsold Bessie Smith, if you're some of your, some of your listeners probably know Bessie Smith. I mean... For a while, he did fine, and then he just disappeared after the Depression and um, wasn't, you know, kind of rediscovered until the folk revival in the early 60s when Gary Davis, Reverend Gary Davis, started telling his students about him. Is it safe to say that he, the title of your book is Dark Was the Night? Is it safe to say he learned that in church? You know, it's an old English hymn. Um, I'm not. I'm trying to remember if it's 18th. I think it's 18th century or 19th. Uh, Richard Howes uh, wrote it. And what what's amazing is that apparently he was introduced. Willie was introduced to the song by uh, by his wife and uh, who sang with him on some of his records. And um, what's amazing is that he didn't use any of the words. He did this wordlessly and. You had asked me why Willie Johnson. Well, because I think that um, Willie kind of like embodies the mystery and beauty of being a human being on the planet. We don't know that much about this man, but that's, that's kind of wonderful, that he's a sort of mysterious figure. And if you listen to those songs, like Dark Was the Night or The Soul of a Man, uh, Dark Was the Night is wordless. It's just him kind of humming and moaning while he plays this amazing slide guitar and accompanies himself. And to me, the fact that it ended up on the Voyager space probe and it's out there in the depths of the universe is like poetic justice because um, his work is very kind of mysterious and eternal. Gary Golio is on the line. Now, it's a picture book. It's meant for uh, to be read to your child. Is, is that the audience you're going for? Well, you know, all my books, I never write down to kids. So, yeah, the, the publisher will say this is for, you know, young readers age 7 to 12 or whatever. But, I mean, I've had people like my Coltrane book, uh, Spirit Seeker, I've had people tell me, you know, my 80-year-old father was reading this book and burst into tears and 
you know, friends, uh, people I know, people who write to me tell me as adults that they love the book. So it's, it's written in a way that kids and their caretakers, parents, teachers, librarians, whatever, can, can understand, and yet um, it's written in a way, I try to use language that is, a, that is not only appropriate, but is accessible to anybody. Because the ideas about Jimi Hendrix or Billie Holiday or Willie Johnson, um, you know, the ideas about their lives and what they did and what they stood for and how inspiring they were, I, I think that should reach out to just about anybody. Uh, it's a it's really a, a a joyous book. You really don't get into the hard times that much, or, or the or the or the prejudice that Willie Johnson must have experienced, or even his death that closely. Uh, I, I takes you know it, it takes just as much time to read the book than to listen to uh, Dark Was the Night, uh, the original version, which we could hear, thank goodness, because of Spotify and YouTube. How do you decide what to focus in on when you write a children's book? Well, I try, you know, I, I began my career writing kind of biographies. My book on um, on Bob Dylan begins with his birth and goes up to him meeting his mentor and hero, Woody Guthrie. Uh, my book on Coltrane pretty much, you know, starts at the beginning when he was, his two grandfathers were ministers in the AME Zion Methodist Church and goes up to him creating a love supreme. But these days... Uh, I like to focus in on kind of the core of somebody's life. I'm not interested in the, like, soup-to-nuts, you know, birth cradle-to-grave stuff as much as a story that, that kind of encapsulates what someone is about. And um, I wrote Willie's book, Dark Was the Night, in the second person for your, you know, for your listeners. I mean, like, I, I'm talking to you. I'm saying, like, you were born in this town, uh, you know, in this Texas town at this time, and you did this and you did that. And what it is, I want it to kind of create some goosebumps because it's, it's really as if I'm speaking to Willie's spirit or his ghost. That's the intention. And I wanted E.B. Lewis's, and I'm going to use this word, his stellar artwork, which is just gorgeous, saturated color, but full of human feeling. I really wanted that to to speak for me. So, yes, it's probably, it, it may be my shortest book, I'm not sure, but um, it's, it's meant to be like, all, all the sentences and words are meant to be the essence of what I'm trying to communicate. Are you, are you surprised that he's not more popular, that at least in the black community not more people know about Blind Willie Johnson? Or the blues in general? Well, you know, uh, I, I, I don't know if you know this great story uh, by way of what you're asking me. So right after Woodstock, Jimi Hendrix was invited to, to perform in Harlem at this blues festival. And there were some, you know, serious folks there. Um, uh, and I forget this one woman's name. Oh, my gosh. Um, Sounds like Big Mama Thornton, but that, that's definitely not who it was. But anyway, so he gets up on stage, and it's all blues people. And Jimmy's music is rooted in the blues. As a kid, he listened to Lightning Hopkins and Howlin' Wolf and Muddy Waters. And he gets up there, and they start booing him. They have no idea who he is, 
who's this black dude dressed in these psychedelic clothes? They had no idea who he was. And so after he gets off, he's kind of booed off the stage, this blues woman gets up and she says, what's the matter with you folks? This guy's music is rooted in the blues. He's a great player. He's no different than somebody who performed 50 or 100 years ago. You need to listen to him. So she brings him back up, and he wins them over. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, does your average person who listens to Clapton or Jimmy Page or uh, Lucinda Williams, do they know who Blind Willie Johnson is? No, but the but real Serious blues lovers, maybe like blues nerds like myself, they do because Clapton has covered uh, Motherless Children, uh, you know, um, Led Zeppelin uh, did a cover, you know. I mean, a lot of people have uh, Nina Simone and... And Bob was, Dylan. And Bob Dylan, exactly right. Uh, and, and Ry Cooter did the... Um, great guitarist, Ry Cooter, did the, the soundtrack for the Wim Wenders movie Paris, Texas, using Willie's music. So, it's, you know, well, like, if you know, you know. But that's kind of the point of the book, is to bring Willie's song, not just to a new generation, the kids, but also so that people, uh, like I just did an interview um, with the DJ in Atlanta the other day. She's not a blues Host. She's a talk show host, Kiplin Primus. And so I started getting letters from black residents in Atlanta, and they didn't know, but they thought it was cool. So I think, you know, yeah, I'd love to, 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 to see the black community become more aware of this great man. Gary Golio is on the line. His new book is called Dark Was the Night, Blind Willie Johnson's Journey to the Stars. It's a picture book. One last question. I could see someone, a mother, reading their, this book to their five-year-old, six-year-old, and then playing Dark Was the Night, uh, it'll blow their mind, these little kids. I was, I didn't know this kind of music at five years old. Exactly. I, yeah, I mean, you, you told me before that you're going to play uh, his song, Dark Was the Night. I think if people listen to that song, and everybody, it should be like required listening for human beings. Um well, you, when you just, say human beings, it's almost required listening for space aliens as well. Well, that's yeah, that's the plan for that was Carl Sagan's plan, right? But uh, yes, can you imagine like a kid? And people have told me that when they've seen, they've actually done this, and they've watched their children listen to it, and these chattery little children become silent, and they're like, "What? What is that?" Um, and you know, you know him, so that gravelly voice that sounds like it's, it's well, in, in Dark Was the Night, it's a moan and a hum, and, but if you listen to his other songs, too, I mean, there's this deep voice, which is almost scary, except that he's communicating such tenderness in the song with this beautiful, uh, his beautiful companion, the slide guitar, it's so beautiful that it balances kind of the, the rough and the tender, and I think it's riveting for kids. And we are so lucky in this day and age that we are able to listen to the 1927 recording, and we're lucky that in 1927 they had the capability of recording these songs. 
Well, what's interesting, and it, you know, it's just the nature of the universe, uh, coincidence, I guess, you know, that Columbia came out with its, quote, electrical process rather than using just vibrations and a big horn, you know, like on the old uh, phonographs to gramophones and all that, to, to inscribe the, the sound and the song onto a disc. They actually did it. You can there's one picture of Willie that's that we have from 1927 in the recording studio. And if you look really carefully down at the bottom right, you can see. I happen to love old microphones. You can see the back of the old, very early studio microphone. So it was done electrically, and it's got beautiful, crisp resolution to it. You can hear him breathing. You can hear him hitting his bottleneck or his um, brass uh, tube that he used for slide against the fret bars, and and the sound of the slide guitar is really gorgeous. We're lucky again. That was just a, sh- a stroke of luck that we got that recording, or divine, or providence. <laughs> Gary Golio, Dark Was the Night, his new book about Blind Willie Johnson. Pleasure talking to you. A pleasure talking to you, my friend. Thank you very much. Yeah.
Shine on, let your light from the lighthouse shine on me. 